Introduction What if someone were to tell you that a chemical added to food could cause brain damage in your children, and that this chemical could affect how your children's nervous systems formed during development, so in later years they may have learning or emotional difficulties? What if there was scientific evidence that these chemicals could damage a critical part of the brain known to control hormones, so that later in life your child might have endocrine problems? How would you feel? Suppose evidence was presented to you strongly suggesting that the artificial sweetener in your diet soft drink may cause brain tumors to develop, and that the number of brain tumors reported since the widespread introduction of this artificial sweetener has risen dramatically. Would that affect your decision to drink these products, and especially to allow your children to drink them? What if you could be shown overwhelming evidence that one of the main ingredients in this sweetener, aspartate, could cause the same brain lesions as MSG? Would that affect your buying decisions? And finally, what if it could be demonstrated that all of these types of chemicals, called excitotoxins, possibly aggravate or even precipitate many of the neurodegenerative brain diseases, such as Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, ALS, and Alzheimer's disease? Would you be concerned if you knew that these excitotoxin food additives are a particular risk if you have ever had a stroke, brain injury, brain tumor, seizure, or have suffered from hypertension, diabetes, meningitis, or viral encephalitis. I would think that all of us would be more than just concerned to learn that well-known powerful brain toxins were being added to our food and drink to boost sales. We would be especially upset to learn that these additives have no other purpose than to enhance the taste of food and the sweetness of various diet products. You would also be upset to learn that many of these brain lesions in your children are irreversible, and can follow a single exposure of a sufficient concentration. And I would bet that you would be incredulous to learn that the food industry disguises many of these excitotoxin additives so that they will not be recognized. In fact, many foods that are labeled no MSG not only contain MSG, but also contain other excitotoxins of equal potency. Now let us look at the history of this group of food additives. For thousands of years, Japanese cooks have added a special ingredient to their recipes to magnify the desired taste of foods. This ingredient was made from a seaweed known as sea tangle or kombu. Yet it was only in this century that the active chemical of this taste-enhancing ingredient was isolated. Most of you will immediately recognize the chemical which has this almost magical property. It's called monosodium glutamate, or MSG. Shortly after its isolation, the chemists who discovered MSG turned it into a worldwide multi-million dollar industry. At the center of this empire is the Ajinomoto Company, which today produces most of the world's supply of MSG, and a related taste-enhancing substance called hydrolyzed vegetable protein, which also contains MSG. After World War II, American food manufacturers also discovered the virtues of this taste-enhancing substance. Soon, all of the giants of the food industry, such as Pillsbury, Oscar Mayer, Libby's, and Campbell's, were adding millions of pounds of MSG each year to processed foods. At the time of its discovery, it was thought to be perfectly safe, since it was a natural substance, an amino acid. The amounts of MSG and similar additives being added to foods increased throughout the post-war period. In fact, the amount of MSG alone added to foods has doubled in every decade since the 1940s. By 1972, 262,000 metric tons of MSG were produced. Many cookbooks recommended adding MSG to their recipes, especially for soups and sauce recipes. 
Throughout this period, few suspected that these taste-enhancing additives could be doing serious harm to individuals eating these foods. But by the end of the 1960s, research data began to appear demonstrating the dangers of MSG as a food additive. This scientific data should have alerted those responsible for public safety to the danger. Until this time, neuroscientists assumed that glutamate supplied the brain with energy. Based on this idea, scientists in one clinical study fed large doses of MSG to retarded children to see if it would improve their IQ. The experiment failed. Then, in 1957, two ophthalmologists, Lucas and Newhouse, decided to test MSG on infant mice in an effort to study an eye disease known as hereditary retinal dystrophy. But when they examined the eye tissues of the sacrificed animals, they made a startling discovery. The MSG had destroyed all of the nerve cells in the inner layers of the animal's retinas, which are the visual receptor cells of the eye.